It's Thursday, April 11, 2013. The federal government's been managing these lands as if fracking simply didn't exist. Victory for the people in the federal fracking wars. The administration's war on coal. Restrictions on particulate matter are expected to prevent as many as 35,000 premature deaths every year. Chronic unemployment caused by the EPA policies. Profits versus people at the confirmation hearing for Obama's pick for EPA. GAO finds nuclear plant emergency evacuation plans are inadequate. Climate change is coming for your wine. Plus, Keystone XL doesn't go to the U.S., it goes through the U.S., sending oil to places like China and Venezuela. Keystone XL, all risk, no reward. Environmental groups push back against big oil. About time. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. It's week two of the pipeline spill, or as Exxon calls it, the Great Arkansas Oil Giveaway. (laughs) Yep, this is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, a few months ago, you told me that global warming was coming for my coffee, but now it's coming for my wine. That's right. Now we've got a problem. I know. Climate change will severely impact the world's wine-growing regions. That's according to a new study by Conservation International that projects an 85% drop in production in France and Italy. Finally, we found a way for John Boehner to care about global warming. (laughs) A new report from the U.S. Government Accountability Office says emergency evacuation zones around U.S. nuclear plants should be expanded and updated to reflect lessons learned in the wake of the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant disaster. They say that now about 120 million Americans now live within 50 miles of a nuclear power plant, and that 10-mile evacuation zone is probably not enough. And it's ridiculous. How would you evacuate New York City? How would you evacuate? Los Angeles in the event that one of these nuclear plants close to these major areas has a problem. That's what the GAO says needs to be looked at. And yet nobody looked at this in advance of building these things. That's right. Brilliant. Exxon has vowed to appeal a New Hampshire jury's fine of $230 million in a civil lawsuit handed down this week that found Exxon polluted New Hampshire's groundwater with MTBE, a gasoline additive used to reduce smog in the 70s and 80s. You know, we covered recently how these big oil companies pay almost nothing in fines to the federal government, how it is up to the people to sue private lawsuits. And so when they win, we then see companies like Exxon turning around and challenging those suits, taking them all the way to the Supreme Court, and they're often victorious. And this one has been going on for 10 years already. Yeah, good luck. A setback for frackers, a federal judge has ruled in California that the U.S. Bureau of Land Management violated federal environmental law in the sale of drilling leases on public lands in California. I spoke to the attorney who won that landmark suit yesterday, Brendan Cummings, of the Center for Biological Diversity. This is the first federal court ruling that we're aware of. where a federal judge has overturned a government lease sale decision based on their failure to analyze the impacts of fracking. This is really a huge win, Cummings told me. He said that this could have national implications when it comes to these land leases around the country where the administration now needs to take the environmental effects of fracking into account before they give away federal lands. You can hear the entire interview at bradblog.com. Don't miss it.
In the nation's capital, Sally Jewell, CEO of REI and a former oil industry engineer, sailed to easy confirmation in the Senate on Wednesday. But on Thursday, things got a bit testy at the confirmation hearing of Obama's choice to head the Environmental Protection Agency. Gina McCarthy, an air quality expert who's currently an assistant administrator, has rock-solid credentials. So senators instead fought over the mission of the EPA and the conflict of company profits over the health and safety of the the people. But as usual, Senator Bernie Sanders of Vermont cut to the chase. Really, this is not a debate about Gina McCarthy. Uh, Senator Russell made it very clear what the debate is about. And it is a debate about global warming. And whether or not we are going to listen to the leading scientists of this country who are telling us that global warming is the most serious planetary crisis that we and the global community face and whether we are going to address that crisis in a serious manner. Yes, it certainly is, and about the hoax that the Republicans pretend that it is. Finally, hilarious new pushback in ads from environmental groups that are using Exxon's Arkansas tar sands pipeline spill to educate Americans on the risks of the much larger proposed Keystone XL pipeline. In communities like this one, Exxon has revolutionized the way fuel gets to you. We'll pump that right down your driveway. (laughs) Love that one. Check that out and the others at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, don't forget to help sponsor the Green News Report so we can keep bringing you the truth that you're not hearing anywhere else in the mainstream corporate media. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report.